If you are thinking about starting a podcast either by yourself, uh, with a co-host, with guests, uh, maybe it's audio only or uh, with video, please keep on listening. I started podcasting in early 2019, and for the rare occasions that I had on a guest, uh, it was always in person. But uh, once the pandemic came around and everything became remote, um, using Zencaster really, really opened up my possibilities of who I could have on a guest. I wasn't limited to the people who I could get in person anymore. Um, I have recorded guests using Zencaster everywhere from uh, just a handful of miles away from where I am in the Chicago area, all the way to the other side of the world in New Zealand. Uh, so the video and the audio quality are great, especially if they have a decent camera and microphone. Um, and getting the files couldn't be easier. I really, really love that Zencaster records the audio and the video to the person's local computer uh, so the quality isn't lowered when you get things like internet hiccups. It then uploads the footage uh, to the platform during the recording, and when you hit stop, it quickly finishes the upload and then processes the files so you can directly download them right from the platform. The files are even accessible if something goes wrong. Uh, and this next part, I'm going to basically read verbatim uh, because I couldn't have said it better myself. It's super easy to record a podcast with Zencaster. Log in using your browser and start recording a high-quality podcast right away. Record studio-quality sound and up to 4K video with your guests. Feel a sense of zen knowing Zencaster's multi-layered backups. Backups ensure you always have your recordings in the highest quality, even if the connection is unstable. Have you ever worried what you sound like? Zencaster's post-production process makes you sound buttery smooth. It automatically removes those ums and ahs in your recording. It removes those awkward pauses in conversation, too. Set the right podcast loudness and levels while reducing background noise with a click of a button. If you have thought about podcasting before and realized that you need lots of different tools and services, those days are over. With Zencaster's all-in-one podcast platform, you can create your podcast all in one place and distribute to Spotify, Apple, and other major destinations. So, go to Zencaster.com pricing and use my code WORDNERD W-O-R-D-N-E-R-D, all one word, and you'll get 30% off your first month of any Zencaster paid plan. I want you to have the same easy experiences I do for all my podcasting and content needs. It's time to share your story. Hello, word nerds. Welcome to the dictionary. This is my podcast slash show. It's the place where I just get to finally sit down and read the dictionary, just like we all want. 
My name is Spencer. I am recording this on January 22nd, 2024, 7.05 a.m., and I just can't wait to tell you about today's word. So, the first word in this episode is equipment. E-Q-U-I-P-M-E-N-T. Noun from 1651. 1A. The set of articles or physical resources serving to equip a person or thing. As, we have examples. Well, we have sub-definitions. 1A1. The implements used in an operation or activity. The synonym is the word apparatus, as in the example, sports equipment. Yes, that's definitely the first thing that I think of what that needs equipment, although I'm in the video world and we need a lot of equipment. We have lots of gear. Microphones and cameras and lights. Action! Apparatus. Sports equipment, sports apparatus. The pommel horse. The jumpy thing. The rings, oh, that's more gymnastics, but you know, it's all part of the same thing. Appar- but I, that's what I think of when I think of an apparatus. An apparatus. The thing, with you, you, you're swinging your legs around. It's the horse, I think is what it's called. 1A2. Uh, this is all the fixed assets other than land and buildings of a business enterprise. So the business... Is is that a place you got to have the headquarters for your little old business? So anything that the business is using except for the land or the buildings is just the equipment. So, you know, computers and other things that go into making the business do what it businesses. Maybe it's a sort of factory situation and they're making things. So the, the pieces of equipment that are making the things that you're making... (laughs) <laughs> That's all. It's all the equipment. I think you know what equipment is. Number 1A3, the rolling stock of a railway. The rolling stock of a railway. I don't think I know what that roll, what the rolling stock is. The rolling stock? What is that? The term rolling stock in the rail transport industry refers to railway vehicles, including both powered and unpowered vehicles. So, literally, just all of the things that go on the tracks in the railway world would be the equipment. Yeah. Because they're rolling. Their wheels are rolling. Rolling, rolling, rolling. Okay, here we go with 1B. A piece of such equipment. So, any of those things... 1A1, 1A2, 1A3, any of those things, just one piece of those things is just the equipment. 2A, the equipping of a person or thing. So the act of a person equipping themselves or being equipped with their, maybe their armor or their swords, that is equipment. The act of, is it that, what is that, that? Is that what it is? The equipping of a person or thing. It's the equipment. 2B, the state of being equipped. Do you say I'm in a state of equipment when I have been equipped? Is that how we use this word? 
Uh, okay, number three, mental or emotional traits or resources, and the synonym is endowment. Mental or emotional traits or resources. So this just what are, what are your mental states, your personality traits? That's your own equipment. That's the equipment that you use in your brain, in your mind, to be who you are. It's not physical equipment. It's mental equipment. Hmm. Never heard of it used that way, but I guess that makes sense. Uh, let's see. There is no etymology, just like the last word in the previous episode. I don't know why we don't have some etymology for this. Strange, strange, strange. Okay, I got to make a sound effect. Um, the next word is the first form of the word equipoise or equipoise. Noun from 1658, number one, a state of equilibrium. You are in a state of equilibrium, equilibrium, so you have equipoise. You are so poised and balanced in your equilibrium. Two, the synonym is counterbalance. If you're trying to weigh something, you need a counterbalance to, to weigh it out. Uh, or just in life, sometimes you need something to counterbalance you, uh, like in a relationship. It's really good to be counterbalanced in your relationship. Um, if you've if you if you've got some good strengths over here, but you got some weaknesses also, maybe the person you're in your relationship with will counterbalance you, and they have strengths where you have weaknesses, and vice versa. So that's uh, I guess that's equipoise because you are together, counterbalanced and equipoised. The second form of equipoise or equipoise is a transitive verb from 1664. One, to serve as an equipoise. Two, that's probably the counterbalance. So if you are counterbalancing somebody, then you would be equipoising them. Not poisoning, that's a different thing. Equipoise. Equipoise. Number two, to put or hold in equipoise. I'm going to put you in equipoise. I guess that's just equilibrium. Or hold you in equipoise is the act of equipoising. To equipoise. It's a verb. When and where does this word get used? I don't know. I don't think we use it much anymore. It's from the 1600s. That was almost 400 years ago when this was coined. The next word is equipollent or equipollent. Adjective from the 15th century. One, equal in force, power, or validity. Equal in force, power, or validity. So I guess uh, if, if two battling countries are very equal in their, uh, their force, their military power, uh, then they would be equipollent. Number two, the same in effect or signification. The same in effect or signification. Signification, is that? Yes, that's the word. Okay. Yeah, not sure how exactly we're using this. Uh, equipollence or equipollence is a noun. Equipollent is also a noun. And equipollently or equipollently is an adverb. The etymology for this word says that it is from the Latin word 
equipollens, which is from the equi prefix, which means equi, uh, which is all about equal, and then the word pollent or pollens, which is from the verb polere, which means to be able, to be able. So it's all about just being able to be equal. Are we able to be equal? Um, just to, to, yeah, to be able to be equal, equal in force, power, validity, uh, or just the same in effect or signification. Um, use this in a sentence. How do you use this in a sentence? We are equipollent. There, I did it. The next word is equiponderant. I think all of these, a lot of these are either equi or equi. I think either way is fine. Uh, equiponderant. Adjective from 1630. Evenly balanced. How many words do we have in the English language that are all about being equally balanced? We've got equiponderant, equipoise, equilibrium. So many. I can't keep up with them. Equiponderant? They, yeah, it's just that. It's evenly balanced. The etymology says this is from the Latin equiponderare, which is from the Latin equi, which we know is about being equal, plus ponderare, which means to weigh. Like you are weighing yourself on a scale and you're like, oh my God, I need to lose five pounds. No, I don't want anybody to be thinking that. Just be, be you're great. You're great. Uh, there's more at the word ponder. So I guess if you're pondering something, you're weighing it out in your head. You're thinking about it. Equiponderant. Yeah. Well, you know, this one specifically looks like it's literally about things that are evenly balanced on a scale, not necessarily the power of these fighting countries, but this is like, this is literally about weight. That seems like it's where it's used mostly. Hmm. Okay. If it's used at all anymore. Equipotential. Equipotential. Adjective from circa 1865. Having the same potential and also of uniform potential throughout. Throughout? All the potential is the same. What sort of potential are we talking about? Well, we have an example. Uh, equipotential points. What, what points are these? I need more extra context, please. Are these sports points? Are these uh, points on a graph? Are these thesis points? Or, you know, something that you're, you're trying to teach me about. Do you have points? Is an outline. What points? What points? having the same potential or of uniform potential throughout all the potential. There's also, um, and like chemistry or science, there's like, what's the potential? There was like the kinetic potential or something. I don't know. I don't know exactly what I'm saying, but I think there's something about uh, the, the potential. Something's got a potential. Wow, I feel dumb today. The next word is equiprobable. This is probably things that have the same amount of probability. Equiprobable. Adjective from 1921. Whoa, this one's so late compared to all the other ones. Having the same degree of logical or mathematical probability. 
as in equiprobable alternatives. There's a situation that has, let's just say, two probable outcomes, two possible outcomes, and they have the same equal chance of happening. If you go to, if you're walking down the road and you reach a fork in the road, first of all, don't pick it up and lick it because it's dirty. But second of all, there's a route to the left and a route to the right. And there's nothing that is making you have more chance of going one or the other. So those routes are equal probable. You got a 50-50 chance of taking either one. It's up to you, really. I mean, the road itself is equal probable, but what's going on in your brain, what's what's makes you what makes you want to go left or right? Do they look the same? They act the same. Everything's the same about them. So, you know, it's just up to you on which ones you're going to choose, which one, which one you're going to choose. I think you know. You know the right answer. The next word is equisetum. Equisetum. E-Q-U-I-S-E-T-U-M. Noun from 1761. The synonym is horsetail. Is this literally a horsetail? Is this plant called a horsetail? Let's look up. Uh, let's look up equisetum. And, you know, we're, we're going to talk about the, uh, the etymology in a second after I can look this up. Oh, yes, this is a plant. This is a very fuzzy-looking plant. It's just a green stalk with just little uh, little things coming off of it. It looks fuzzy. It looks. It doesn't look sharp. That's what I'm trying to say. These pointy things don't look sharp to me, but uh, that's. I guess it kind of looks like a horsetail. I mean, it's long. Horsetails. They're not so. The thing. They don't. The hair doesn't fly out. It just hangs. So I don't know. Uh, the etymology says this is from the Latin uh, equisitum, which means horsetail plant. That's what it is. That's from equus, which means horse, plus cita, which means bristle. Yeah, it looks kind of bristly. And, uh, so then they're like, it's a horsetail that got all bristly. Maybe there's some static electricity. And so the hairs are sticking out. And then, uh, yeah, that's what it is. It's the equi equisetum. So this this prefix is not anything about being equal. This is specifically about a horse. I'm going to go see a man about a horse. Next, we have equitable. Equitable. Adjective from 1598-1. Having or exhibiting equity. There's more, though. Dealing fairly and equal with all concerned. Dealing with all concerned fairly and equally. Um, again, again, I think in the, a couple episodes ago, where was it? Uh, was it for equit? So let's see, we're on the word equitable. Um, the equate equation, where, where was that other word? Um, and we're going to have another one coming up here. I don't remember. But anyway, there's... If you deal with everybody, that's it's the image of the people looking over the fence at the baseball game. If you deal with everybody fairly and equally, you give them all a box to stand on. But if they're all different heights, then that's not so equal. And so, um, is, is that equitable? I need to look up this image again. 
so I can remember which is because I I don't I don't know I I should probably post this picture on uh, the social media so you can see it too. We got we've all we've all seen equality. That was the other one. Equality was the example of giving everybody one box, but equity. Oh, and see, we're not even this this word equitable isn't even either one of those words. So equitable is dealing fairly and equally with all concerned or having or exhibiting equity. Okay, so that is, that's, that's, that's part of this word equity. But what are the other definitions? Before that, though, we have an example, an equitable settlement of the dispute. So hopefully that means that uh, they settled this dispute and they were like, what's, what's a fair what's a fair thing that we can do for everybody involved? And hopefully everybody agrees on this. And once they do, then that will be an equitable settlement. Maybe a whole bunch of money had to be paid out. Number two, existing or valid inequity as distinguished from law, as in an equitable defense. An equitable defense is existing or valid inequity as distinguished from law. This is very specifically in the legal world. It's worded a little funny to me. Not too funny, but a little funny. It's just a... <laughs> uh, a synonym is the word fair. Equitable means fair. Sometimes life doesn't feel fair. It doesn't feel equitable. You're like, but they got that thing and I want that thing. But you know what? It's all going to work out in the end. I promise. Equitability is a noun. Equitableness, equitableness, that is a noun. And equitably, equitably, that is an adverb. We got to do things equitably. No etymology. We're moving on to equitation. Yep, that's the word, equitation, noun from 1562, the act or art of riding on horseback. I love that we go from things being equal to horses. We just go back and forth sometimes. Um, the act or art of riding on horseback, it's equitation. Obviously, obviously. Um, let's see, this is from the Latin equitare, which means to ride on horseback, uh, which is from equi or eques, which means horseman, which is from equus, which means horse, and we knew all about that part. We knew that. Uh, it looks like, I was going to say, is there a connection etymologically between the Latin words for horse and equal? I don't think so, because if we look at the etymology for all of these equal words, they come from aequi, which is A-E-Q-U-I, which into English and maybe other languages, we got rid of the A, and so uh, it became equi, equi, whatever. And uh, so it, it looks like there's a connection, but when you go back far enough into Latin, it looks like that falls apart. But maybe, maybe they were thinking about horses in equal ways. I don't know. Two horses... Something. They're equal. They're equal. Uh, okay. We have uh, just a couple words. This, this, this one. This one is a biggie. 
we have equity. Here we go. Noun from the 14th century. Lots of definitions. 1A. Justice according to natural law or right. Specifically, freedom from bias or favoritism. Fair, again, I think is a good word to use here. Uh, I don't know if we're going to see it in any synonym. Nope, not seeing any synonyms, but again, I think fair is a good one. Justice according to natural law or right. Natural law or right. That's just what nature says, not what the people say. What does nature say? Nature says we are all equal. There's nothing that says anything different about us being equal. We just are. Uh, the, The humans and the animals and the plants. 1B. Something that is equitable is equity. Um, Equity, yeah, just equity. 2A. A system of law originating in the English English, uh, chancery, yes, and comprising a settled and formal body of legal and procedural rules and doctrines that supplement, aid, or override common and substantive, no, what, how, protect rights and enforce, did I skip a line? I think I did. This is a long definition. Uh, That supplement, aid, or override common and statute law and are designed to protect rights and enforce duties fixed by substantive law. That was so much information in my brain holes. System of law originating in the English chancery and comprising a settled and formal body of legal and procedural rules and doctrines that supplement, aid, or override common and statute law and are designed to protect rights and enforce duties fixed by substantive law. Great. Moving on. To be trial or remedial justice under or by the rules and doctrines of equity. Yes, uh, number two seems all about the very legal world because here we also have to see a body of legal doctrines and rules developed to enlarge, supplement, or override a narrow, rigid system of law. I can't even dig into this because I don't know fully, but yes, it's, it's all about being equal. Okay, 3A is a right, claim, or interest existing or valid in equity. And that one's a little confusing because the word is in the definition. 3B, the money value of a property or of an interest in a property in excess of claims or liens against it. Now, this one I sort of understand. I mean, I do understand this one. Uh, How to explain this quickly. More often than not, if you want to buy property, you have to get a mortgage. You have to get a loan from the bank. And so then we call it a mortgage or a lien. I guess that's another word for some sort of loan. Uh, That's the basic way to say it. And so you owe, let's say it's $100,000. You are in debt, $100,000, to the bank. But as you pay off this mortgage, you start to get some equity. You start to have 
It's money that you own. You're like, I own this portion of it. Uh, this is it's the portion of it that you own, opposed to what you don't own. May I think own is maybe the harder. It's not the right word to use there. It's what you have and what you owe. Uh, and so if you if you if your mortgage was a hundred thousand dollars and you give them twenty five thousand dollars, that's one quarter of one hundred thousand dollars. And so you have twenty five percent one quarter equity, twenty five percent of equity in that property that you own. So let's read that one again. The money value of a property or of an interest in a property in excess of claims or liens against it. You're comparing them against each other. What you have and what you owe, basically. All right, is that good enough? Maybe. Okay, moving on. 3C. A risk interest or ownership right in property. Yeah, the, the number three is all about the equity in terms of property. And 3D. The common stock of a corporation. Ah, so yes, this is this is when people people have stock in a corporation. They paid money to own a portion of it, a percentage of it, and so yeah, that's also another equity. So, yeah, this yeah. So so three is all about uh, a property, a thing, owning a piece of a thing, uh, a larger thing. Number two is something about the legal world. I didn't understand it. Um, and one, one is just all about being equal. Okay, the etymology is literally from the Latin equus, which means equal or fair. Equal or fair. I'm not entirely sure how that got into this whole property world, um, because there's nothing equal about that. The money that you owe and the money that you have, it's not, it's almost never equal. It will be briefly equal at some point, hopefully. Um, yeah, I'm not entirely sure how it got to that point, but that's okay. We got, we got another word that's related to that one. It's our last word. It's equity capital. Two words, equity and the word capital. Noun from 1942. Capital, as stock or surplus earnings, that is free of debt, especially capital received for an interest in the ownership of a business. Equity capital is the capital. It's what you have. You, If you have capital, you're able to... It, this this is a positive uh, in, in terms of finances. This is a positive thing. It's not negative. It's not money that you owe. It's what you have. Stock or surplus earnings. You have earned over zero. Uh, it's free of debt. This capital is free of debt. You don't you don't owe anything. This is what you got. But specifically, especially capital received for an interest in the ownership of a business. So if you are going to help to own a business, then this is what you receive. This is the capital that you receive. I don't know. It's related to number three in the previous word, equity, all about owning a thing and the property and that sort of stuff. Okay. Can't give you any more information than that because I don't know it and I don't do the businessy things. What were the words today? What were the words today? Today we had these words, and I will pick a word as to be the episode word. 
we had equipment, equipoise, equipoise, equipollent, equiponderant, equal potential, equiprobable, equisetum, equisetum, equitable, equitation, equity, and equity capital. Well, it's going to be either equity or equitable. Um, they're pretty similar. It's all about being equal and fair, which is what I want for everything. Uh, let's pick equitable. I want everything to be equitable. That's the end of the song. Great song. Great episode. Everybody, let's, let's have three cheers for this episode. Um, as it has become my habit, I would like to tell you about a couple of movies that I watched. Uh, let's see. The Killing. This is the Stanley Kubrick's, I think, maybe first feature-length movie that he made from 1956, The Killing. I didn't know anything about it, hadn't seen it, and, uh, and it's, um, hmm, it's all about the planning of a heist, a very complicated heist, and it's just, it's very in interesting and intriguing. So yeah, it's fun watch, and it's black and white, there's some really cool camera moves, and yeah. Um, should I say another one? I'll say another one. The Color Purple. This is the new Color Purple. I finally gotten around, finally got around to seeing it uh, in the theater. That's the greatest way to see it. It's a big production, big musical numbers, fantastic songs, fantastic acting and singing and performing, and I like the adjustments that they made to the story. Uh, I think it just felt better and and yes I cried at the end especially at the end and a little bit at other parts it's just so very good and I highly 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 recommend it all right that's the end of this episode thank you very much for checking this thing out and until next time this is Spencer dispensing information goodbye <laughs>